Let's go talk to Tim Stout. Stout on Sports Weekdays at 10 on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Huge show heard weeknights tape delayed at 6 p.m. in Lansing on the game, 7.30 a.m. Timmy, how you doing? If I'd have known you had 19 stations, I'd be a lot more nervous while I'm a guest on this show, I'll tell you that. Yeah, you're really the nervous type of guy, Timmy. You seem that way. <laughs> that's pretty good. I got 19 stations, that's pretty strong. Doesn't surprise me, but congratulations anyway. Well, thank you, Tim Stout. You're on TV, you're on radio, you're in newspaper, you're like the dean of sports, whatever they call you down in Lansing. Hey, I want to get your thoughts about Miles Bridges. Uh, it seems not got off easy, but... You know, he went through the process and three years of probation, already served 20 of the 30 games of suspension that the NBA handed down. He only has 10 games remaining. And uh, the Athletics Shams uh, Sharania is reporting that the Lakers and Pistons uh, were among teams that were monitoring Bridges at one point. So would he be a fit in Detroit with the Pistons? Well, I'm a little surprised by his story, Bill, because all those high-priced NBA insiders were saying around the Christmas time, either right before or right after, that uh, you know that he was negotiating a one-year deal to return to the Charlotte Hornets, who, if I remember correctly, uh, he they had the rights to match any other free agent offer. He was a restricted free agent, and the report was he was soon to sign, but pending a suspension by the NBA, but he was going to get a one-year dealer in Charlotte. And then I never heard another word about that. So now today it comes out that he's suspended for 30, credit for 20, misses the first 10 next year with whoever. So whether that's Charlotte or anybody else, I haven't gone that far. If you're asking me, could he help the Pistons? I think you could help the Pistons. Uh, I don't buy nearly the rhetoric that the Pistons pass on about where they are in terms of their rebuild. I think it's exactly what they say. I mean, I think it's rhetoric. I think it's just, they, you know, they're trying to keep people going with them. I, you know, for all the, and I love George, I love Greg and all that, and I know they're supposed to make you feel upbeat. I used to watch the end of their games just to see what they were going to say on the post game after another loss, another loss. And about all those guys, Bill, they talked about, well, you know, this guy had his career high in scoring, this guy his career in points. Nobody ever tells you about how many points each of those guys gave up. They were the horrendous defensive team, in my opinion, in the NBA. And until or unless somebody can improve that area of their game, I don't see where, you know, they're going to be much better than what they've been. I mean, they're what, 40 and 124 Mm. in the last two years. And everybody thought they were going to get better after they were 23 and 59. I get that they lost some guys. I get that Cunningham was out, but he's going to have a year of rust under him. So I got to see how he plays to the level of recruit that he was in Bridges case. He's going to have an area of rust around him as well. And obviously in the NBA, you can make mistakes off the court, but they're so desperate to win. If they can get you to help them win and so on and so forth, they'll take you almost anybody. I mean, they trade Kyrie Irving around and some of these other malcontents and so on and so forth. Whether he ends up with the Pistons, I think, you know, that'll be interesting to see. And do they need a head coach first? And I see what they're going to interview Kevin Ollie, the former UConn coach, and they're going to interview Charles Lee, the the current assistant with the Milwaukee Bucks. I have no idea who the coach ought to be. I just think they're not close, frankly. I, what they have to do, in my opinion, Bill, in that league, you got to get big-name free agents. you got to get stars that will go play for you. And whether those guys want to play for the Pistons or not, the last couple of years they certainly have not wanted to do that. Whether Bridges would want to go home to Michigan or not, and he clearly would have a chance to play, that, that will, I guess, remain to be seen. 
Yeah, and just uh, and the Pistons might be the perfect spot for Bridges. You're coming off the issues, the suspension. It's a team that won't be on in the national spotlight. You have Izzo close. You have the Spartan Nation. Uh, you're in downtown Detroit. Uh, I, I, that, and they need uh, – he's exactly the forward this team needs. I'm telling you. you. You throw Miles Bridges on that team with Jaden Ivey and Kate Cunningham and Duran. Are you kidding me? Well, I think he would help him, especially if he plays the way he left off. I mean, he was a 20-point-a-game scorer in Charlotte, and Charlotte was getting significantly better. And then, of course, then – you know, I think Tom Izzo was concerned a little bit about, you know, when these guys get away from the discipline of the college coaches and they know where they're going to class and know where they are at night, and then you turn them loose in the pros. And I guess, you know, he was on the West Coast when all this domestic issue arose and all that. But to your point, I tend to agree with that. In Michigan, there might be more of those who care for him more personally. And and the other thing is, did he learn from it? I mean, has he learned from this? I mean, you realize what he nearly lost and what he still perhaps could, I mean, he may never have to work again in his life if he can stay on the straight and narrow like any player, but you could also throw all of that away, especially for him, if some kind of an issue happens again, because then teams may stay away from him altogether. As you know, domestic abuse issues, whether fair, not fair, guilty, not guilty, those types of issues to the public are sensitive, especially in the world we live in today. Now, it appears that, you know, time will help his image, especially if he's back in Michigan, whether the Pistons will work a deal and whether he's interested in the Pistons, I guess that'll all be intriguing to see. But to your point, you got Israel right around the corner who will be beating on him day and night to make sure. Because, you know, he didn't – he was fine here, Bill. You know, he always had a smile on his face. But I think Michigan State kept a close eye on who he was around and so forth just because they wanted to make sure that he was not running in any way with the wrong crowd. And I think there was a fear of that a little bit once – he got away and he got into the NBA. He's so talented. I just look at you know a powerhouse team that will make a run out of him. Uh, I, but again, uh, what the interest is behind closed doors compared to what the NBA announced today publicly with the suspension and then it reduced and only serving 10 games next year will be interesting how the Bridges story plays out. Tim, before I let you go, uh, the most exciting thing about Michigan State's spring football game tomorrow to Tim Stout. The sun's going to be out, to be perfectly honest with you. In all honesty, Bill, that's, that'll get them more of a crowd than anything else. You know, I was in Florida last week, and I saw where the Auburn coach, Hugh Freeze, he's desperately leading some kind of a battle with the NCAA because a lot more of these college football coaches would like to scrimmage against other college football teams. They do it in the NFL in the preseason. They scrimmage against each other. In high school football, the week before the regular season opener, you'll get four teams together. They scrimmage each other at each end of the field, and then they alternate, so you get three teams that you scrimmage against. You don't play in a regular season. Well, tomorrow in Spartan Stadium, if you had Eastern, Western, and Central there and let them be at each end of the field, let all those fans come in, charge a few bucks for charity, let the bands come and all that, you would have far more interest than just having a regular practice because Tucker does not want to waste downs and plays trying to win a green-white game as much as he wants to see individually how guys play on each play because he knows that he's got a lot of positions that have got to find improvement if they're going to be better this fall from 5-7. and seven. And I think he thinks that if he can just control practice and control plays like they're going to do tomorrow, that's in their best interest for 
practice 15. But whether or not that turns on the public or not, I'll be surprised if there's as many as 10,000 people there. And if there are, they'll be there more because it's a nice day on campus. So we'll see. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Huge show, tape delayed, weeknights at 6 p.m. on a.m. 7.30. Also, Timmy on TV, Lansing State Journal. Appreciate the update. Your thoughts on Bridges and the spring game. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk soon. Okay, Bill. Have a great weekend yourself. Thanks for calling. Yeah, Tim Stout joining us from Stout on Sports.